What do the Celtics need to become a legit contender again? Well, they need a real point guard. They have Mark to find Jack a way to trade Marcus Smart and get a point guard. I just feel like he's a backup point guard. 27th in defense. They're fouling the hell out of everyone. They can't get a rebound. As bad as we all would like to see it work, they can't coexist. Today's podcast is brought to you by House Enterprise. Today's special guest is Lance Legier. Other friends pop by. We got Sam Hardiman. We got Connor Ryan. We got many good things to come, baby. Sun is working right now on a season high for points. What's the biggest key to their midseason turnaround? Short answer: He may have done State of Big Takes episode 185 presented by the one and only House Enterprise opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you uh, got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is going on? My boy is back. His name is Lancey Pants Legier. He returns. I give him a shout out every week because he listens to this podcast. The kid's a certified psychopath in more ways than one because he's a full-blown Celtics fan. And I'm so happy to have him here. Lancey, what the hell is going on, my friend? What is it up? Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, like you said, I'm avid listener. Every day going to work, finish it on my way home every Tuesday. I love it. So ever, ever since I met Steve, I, I've been on the pod. So, <laughs> You're a lunatic. Uh, you I'm are. It. And I, Ollie, you got you got me wanting to bet now. I see all your props ooh. you're throwing out. Dude, you are, it's dangerous. I don't it have is. money to spend, but gosh, I look at them every day. So <laughs> Yeah, you got to... Uh... Bankroll management, it's important, and you learn that real quick. Yeah. Oliver got famous in the span of, like, a week. Like, we're all chilling. We're, we're grinding. I, I was busting Oliver's balls badly because here we are, you know, flailing as a podcast on Twitter, and suddenly <laughs> Oliver becomes, like, you know, Steve Wynn, fr- fresh out of Vegas over here trying to freaking bet every week, and suddenly Oliver's famous, and we're like, dude, come on, man. But you know what? It's pretty cool watching Oliver blow up. I love it. People like money. Yes, they do. <laughs> Turns out and people like sports. And when you put those two together and you have fun with it, good things can happen. Shout out, Ollie. Yes, sir. <laughs> also, big take. Shout out to motherfucking Marcus Smart. Oh, what a day. I'm fired up. That's, speaking of bets, I got him at plus 2,500. So I'm kind of pumped about that. Ooh, that's sweet. I'm so fired up. This It feels like my entire life is cultivated to this moment, in all honesty. I feel vindicated. For I feel relieved. Oh, I love Marcus Smart with every fiber of my being. You know what, Gilly? I'm proud of you. you the, the, when you send that text, 
I was like, you know what? There is no one else that believed as much as Gilly. That is the that is a true fucking believer. And you know what? Fuck yeah. Motionelle. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna hater. say. He I, I texted him too. I was like, yo, Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. And he was he was kind of he really didn't say much about it. He was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I met I met Motionelle over the weekend at the Red Sox game. Yes. Stand up guy. Although he couldn't grab a drink because he had to go. Uh, me and me and Ben ended up going to the Red Sox game on uh, Friday. Crappy game, but great time. Ben Porter. Got up Ben Porter. OG. Another Twitter fame legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He ran into us after the game and I said, let's go grab a drink. He said, nah, I got to go home and cook dinner for my uh, girlfriend or fiance or whatever stage of the relationship he's in at this point. I said, wow. Interesting. It is interesting. And speaking of interesting, Josh has appeared sideways in Florida. <laughs> Josh, what's good? No. Can you hear us, Josh? What up? Welcome. Well, welcome. Car. We just we just uh, kicked it off. We figured you were about to join. Uh, yeah, sweet, man. Sounds good. Let's go. How's, how's, your, uh, how's your life going with the um, the outlook of the new job coming up? Oh, it's fantastic. Can't wait to uh, probably, hopefully travel a little bit more, maybe get back home a little bit more here and there and get to some Sox games and not worry about being broke. Perfect. Yeah, man. Opening day. I wish we we could make it to opening day. I found one. Yeah, that was my first one. It was a blast. I, I hope to keep it going. I will say I uh, I planned on getting there. I, I knew it was going to be crazy and I wanted to get there early and then we'll get into more Celtics talk because we're a Celtics pod now. We're all, you know, big Celtics guys. Been talking about it all year. This is our time. Um, but real quick, I wanted to get there early to get a good parking spot. And I left my house. The game started at 210. I left my house to get there for like 1145. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to a near the park until 1230 because the traffic was so bad and 1230 an hour and a half before the game every single parking garage and parking lot was full so I had to drive to Beacon Street and use street parking and pay by the meter like a mile away from the what? park yeah by the isn't meter that isn't that crazy luckily no. and and it was only three hour uh parking so I was like fuck I'm gonna get a ticket but luckily they have the thing online now so I just went online and renewed my uh, my parking meter spot after the three hours went. Oh, that's clutch, but so damn, all, the street. It, it wasn't that bad. If it was like night, like a night game and the game didn't end until like 1030 and I had to walk that far after the game, I definitely would have been a little sketched out, although it's not that bad. There's only like one or two weird sketchy streets that I would have had to go down to. True. But other than all that, great time. Would recommend it. Cardi, for going, Ali. Yeah, I'm going on May 4th. I'm gonna see the uh, the Angels and the Sox May 4th. Let's go. Sitting oh, uh, first base line. My dad won tickets at like a golf tournament, so he's taking oh, me, yeah. my fiance, my uncle. Hope we see uh, Otani. So I'm pumped. Dude, respect to that, Lance, and also respect to the invite that I just received in the freaking mail. You got it. Next year, oh, baby. Let's oh, go. let's go, young Lance. Wow, you've made it, Steve. 
I, I really made it now. But Lance, since you're here, though, we got to talk some Celtics because we are a Celtics podcast. So, yes. Lance, could probably you- the biggest Celtics podcast in the we state of Rhode Island ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Yeah. Post rebrand. So, tell me how you're feeling right now, Lance. Man, I mean, just thinking back to when I talked to you guys in like, what was it, October? I think they, they played Charlotte that night. They went OT, and I was like, this team can get like 45, maybe 48 wins. They surpassed that 50 plus two seed. I mean, just probably the one of the greatest in-season turnarounds um, ever. And I just could not be more confident in this group staying together. Those final few minutes yesterday were just absolutely nuts. I'm sure we'll get into it. But I was I was at my my parents' house and gosh, I saw Smart. That's 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 a shot that Smart probably last year would have been taken, chucking it up with three seconds, got two defenders in the air. Jason Tatum spins out of trouble and Boston gets game one. I, I'm on cloud nine about this team, especially against the Brooklyn team that is not a typical seven seed. So I, I could not be happier with this group right now. Even Jalen passing out of that shot too. I thought that was a, that was not a terrible, like it, it wouldn't have been the most, like the worst shot in the world if he had taken that. Again, too much time left on the clock, but for him to pass out of it, find an open smart. Oh, what a sequence in the stop. And, 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 and yeah, too. probably Beautiful. the best best defensive possession of the season and then Ime just saying I'm not calling timeout just roll because you know you got Drogic out there you got a smaller Bruce Brown and if you look at it everyone's kind of clowning Kevin Durant I mean everyone in, in that situation he, he kind of lost Tatum he, he turned around and Tatum just got right to the hoop and here we are up 1-0 so Wednesday night is going to be certainly interesting but I think they feel a lot better getting game one under their belt and uh, not going down 0-1 in game two. No, that's a good point. Shout out to Ime because that was that took some stones, man. And My coach once, of the year. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Pumpik, Nick Claxton went by. He had no chance. I think the hardest part or the most impressive part about it is a first year head coach getting uh, young 20 NBA superstars to buy into a defensive first philosophy in today's game, because that's really what changed their season right is when they started playing elite level defense and now we have Marcus Smart defensive player of the year and and everybody's like like you said you look at how Tatum played that last possession he was all up in Durant's face 35 feet away from the hoop there was no easy shot Al Horford and even without Robert Williams they're still playing great defense uh for for what it's worth that is the most impressive part about the Celtics to me is is what Udoka has done getting these guys to buy in because it's something that Brad Stevens could never, as much as I, I like the guy, something he could never do was get them to buy into what he wanted to do. Certainly. So, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. You're telling me that the Celtics actually play basketball. Like mm-hmm. they play basketball. Unlike mm. the other like 28 teams in the league. Yeah, it's weird. They, they no, the nobody, play, nobody plays defense at all. And this is why I don't watch the NBA. And that, this is why I actually watched, like, a couple Celtics games this year. Honestly. Like, it's actually fun to watch because they play the damn game how it's supposed to be played. They do. I'll, I'll tell you what. These Raptors, though, they, they're a fun – Nick Nurse is, like, a fun defensive coach. I will say that. Uh, that's why, again, I think Philly rolls in this first-round series, but – they're like sneaky. They own James Harden in terms of like being able to shut him down. Nick Nurse specifically. So I'm pumped to see that. But you're right. The others, it, it is kind of rough. Uh, but what it starts to the NBA playoffs. I know the playing games technically don't count. 
which is stupid. I don't know. They're just they're not part of the regular season. They're not playoffs. What are they? No one knows. But <laughs> do you guys like them? I like it. I watched yeah. it. It's cool. I think it's good. I mean, it's tough when you get a team like the Pelicans. I mean, it's a really cool story for a head coach like, you know, Willie Green to, you know, propel that team in. But they were like one in 12 at one point, way under 500, and they still had a fighter's chance to get in. Like, that's the only tough thing. Like, people are like, oh, you should cut it off if they're like under 500. The seven and eight seed should just get it. Or like if the nine seeds over 500, they'll play for the eight seed. But like, I don't know. It's it's hit or miss, but it makes for probably some of the most entertaining games like that. Like seeing Cleveland get a crowd for the playoffs for the first time since, you know, no, Le- the after LeBron era, I thought that was wicked cool. So it definitely, you know, gives teams incentive to keep playing in the regular season. Cause most, if they're out of the hunt, they're just going to give up. And a lot of the games become very uncompetitive. I'm just yeah. a fan of play in games, best of ones in, and basically any sport I loved the wild card game in baseball. I thought it was so cool. Um, I do think there's too many teams that make the NBA playoffs. Like you said, like now we're at, what's that? Like 10 or nine teams or whatever. Um, that like, I, and I know you said, I guess it's not technically a playoff game. It's not a regular season. To me, it's a playoff game. I think it's cool, but it is a lot of teams that are like in the, in the, uh, in the hunt, I guess. So that's a, kind of a turnoff, but, Best of ones in general are electric. Like you said, the atmosphere for these, like the, like the Timberwolves winning a game. Um, Yeah. Like that, that stuff's really, really cool to me. And same with baseball, uh, just best of one. I'm going to miss the best of ones in baseball as well. No, you know, I just mean too, though, in terms of like how it's categorized, because there's (laughs) like Jason Tatum's uh, (laughs) 50 point outburst. Like those points don't count towards his point total for his career. (laughs) Because there, there's no category for it. So, like, statistically, it's wild because it's just, like, these games that they obviously matter, but they're just never – I don't know. I, I wonder what they're going to do with that. I wonder – wild card definitely counts as a playoff game in baseball. Like, the, all those yeah, stats are valid. But yeah. I just think that's kind of funky. Um, really? Any they, they don't count towards playoff? These playoff? No Nothing. Shit. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Jason Tatum's still the greatest play-in scorer of all time. So – that's true. That's all we know for sure when it comes to those yeah, numbers. <laughs> that's so dope. I, oh, not dope, but I, so surprising. I didn't, that's a fun fact I did not know. And also, I just want to say, Josh, it's a perfect time for you to become a Celtics fan. So I have a hat for you. I've only worn it once, and I'll send it to Florida if need be. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you my address. Uh, Sounds great. Will you become a fan? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's, it's still hard for me to just be like, yeah, I'm going to drop, you know, being a Heat fan for like 20 years, you know? <laughs> Dude, yeah, also, also the Heat are like good, so uh, there's also that. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying, but Goran Dragic still plays for them, correct? No. No, no he's on Brooklyn. Oh, then, then this is <laughs> the perfect time for me to go back to Miami. Yes. Goran was holding you back? or Goran's not- Yeah, you hated him so much. I, I do too. I so it's okay. Watching basketball because of that man. Why? I just don't like him. Who's the guy that you love? Like Tyler he, or something? He's a not. He's a knockoff Manu Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's lefty and he's white. Kind of, I don't whatever know, he is. dude. I and he's international. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I was just spitting words out of my mouth, but <laughs> honestly, like. 
I don't know, man. I, I don't like Jimmy Butler either. Like, the only person that I probably like on that team, uh, if he's even on that team still, is Tyler Hero. He is. Sixth man is. of the year. He's going to win sixth man of the year. They they might yeah, implode, like, though, the Heat. I don't know what's going to happen because with – did you guys see that with uh, with Jimmy Butler? This is like oh, a, a couple weeks ago. ago. Yeah. When he, yeah. <laughs> he almost Wanted got to fight, fight. Spo. You want, you want yeah. to fucking fight to fight me? Fight <laughs> that is all time. And Spolstra was like into it too. Like <laughs> he would have done it. Yeah. Oh, and fucking Haslam has got in it too. Oh, I, I, I like it. to think that Spo has a, has a little bit of a chance in that, even though. Oh come on! I mean, oh, no, <laughs> Jimmy's gonna you kill him. Scrappy enough? I'd ride Spo Dude. for like at least a round. I mean, oh come on! Come on. <laughs> but, he, could, he could take a couple of hits. He was a video guy. He had to fight his way up. You know, he can throw. I trust it. He's been in Miami forever. Jimmy Butler? Come on. <laughs> Which Jimmy Butler, like 6'7"? <laughs> I mean, you ever seen his, uh, his summer workouts, too? Where he's just, like, out in, like, some random-ass gym in Arkansas just sweating his ass off. Just, like, working out outside and just, like, the, it's the craziest shit. Like, he is a he is a nut job. And although, I like, I would love him if he was a Celtic, but same time you don't want i don't know he's unpredictable i've got that psycho gene jimmy butler versus haslam who wins give me udonis that guy's so, an yeah. og i'm taking the old Don man's strength bro, man. yeah he'll actually fight someone he's not afraid to like he literally got sent into a game once i think just to literally beat the shit out of dwight howard for like two minutes and then just got oh, oh yeah <laughs> so i i would back that man 100 percent. yeah wouldn't mess with him just check you know what we haven't had that in this NBA playoffs. Was it last year or the year before? Remember when Jared Dudley was just like an agitator? Oh, that was and that was that was uh, God, that was ago? when D'Lo was on the Nets. Yeah, I think that was eighteen. I'm pretty sure eighteen, nineteen. Was Jimmy Butler really? on that team? That was 2019. Yeah, I think okay. Jared Dudley was on the Nets. D'Lo led him to the playoffs, and he was just chirping, just chirping the Sixers the whole series. Yeah, because they like hit like one three, wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun though. I want I want someone like that. That's what this NBA playoffs is kind of missing a little bit. Pat Beverly, I guess, can do that. I just think Memphis is going to roll once they figure it out. They have to figure it out, but I think like Dylan Brooks and Pat Bev could probably get into a fight in like game two or three, probably if it gets to Minnesota. Think so that's who I would say out of any like if we're picking fight scenarios for the yeah, playoffs. I'd pick those two. Okay, yeah, I, I think them for sure. And maybe, you know, Trey Young and Jimmy Butler, they were chirping game one. But, I mean, Trey Young's not going to fight them. But they, they'll probably have to get separated a couple times, I would think. Yo, shout out Trey Young, by the way. What a good villain. He is, like, he's what I, – I, I wish more players would do that and just, like, completely turn into the heel WWE style and just be like, I am the dude that your fan base is going to hate so much. I'm going to wave to the crowd. Even uh, – <laughs> what did they do? They were clapping – for someone they're giving someone a standing out and he's waving to the crowd in the uh the playing game for the Cavs. like at the end he's just like waving by at the very end like such an asshole <laughs> dude he man he he, an asshole. he's so good he must have like ended his college career on such a high note <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Brody Gar- <laughs> baby. that's russell yeah all right. I'm glad we picked that was a good up on one. that. That was a good one. Hey, speaking of assholes, how about Kyrie, though? Uh, how are we feeling about Kyrie hatred? Uh, Kyrie. He is. He says two days ago he's not going to feed into it. Let's get over it. 
yada, 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 play my highlights. Like, no, screw you, dude. You deserve every ounce. You don't promise us you're signing back. And then just absolutely just leave us in the playoffs against Milwaukee. He just did not show up, went to Brooklyn and expected everything to be fine. You can't flip off the fans three times. Like, dude, like, relax. I get it. Like, we're all human, and it's going to get to you. But, geez, don't say one. He just contradicts himself every time he makes a statement. So that, That's the worst part. I wish he just embraced it. If he embraced it, I'd be like, you know what? Fine. We don't like you. You don't like us. That's fine. Just but like Trey Young. Like, I agree. Like it's, it's our, like, he's responding to us. Like, like we started this. Like, no, no, no. You, you never, like, I don't know, repented for your sins against the city of Boston. And then he didn't show up for years, right? How many years after? It was like he dodged hey, us that come. full first year. And then yeah. finally the uh like after the bubble, I think I think he came in that opening night. I'm pretty sure he played. Or like it was the Christmas Day game. I think he played when Durant was back. I'm pretty sure, but but that took a long time for like and with this team in the same division, it's like he was such a little coward. Oh he's hurt, he's tweaked, he's got a he's got a rest day. Um, I missed the the signs around Boston though that it had a uh, Kyrie's face on the cowardly lion. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was classic. Actually, Motionel, <laughs> shout out to Motionel for <laughs> I remember him like posting that it was an Instagram years ago where he was all about it anti Kyrie. Yeah, the um, the the double bird when he was scratching the back of his head sent me for a loop when I saw that. That was hilarious. That was I, that was an all timer. Yeah. We'll, we'll look that, back on that one probably. That was. I mean, I'll I, you know I'll go with that one, but then like he hit the three or like the long two in the corner, and just flipped him off real quick. They showed it, which I'm surprised. They like never show that on TV. And then the scratch in the head, you just saw him like motioning, like crying faces and all this junk. Like they, I mean, hell, he played wicked good. Like they could have won that game. He willed them, but it's just gonna take a performance like that that from him or from KD for them to win a game in the series. Like well, they just. I'll- also, um, you said like they don't show that a lot. All I saw on ESPN today was Kyrie, the Nets 23 to 11 run after Kyrie flips off crowd. It's crazy that they're like publicizing that and using it as like a metric on how they went on a run. It's funny. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's a bad look. <laughs> it's it's bad just look so weird. NBA, honestly. Yeah, it's so weird that they were using it. Did he get fined Honestly, yet? Do we know? Not he's definitely will, I feel like. I would yeah. say like oh yeah, hundred. I mean, like they're saying like maybe 50, but it might be like hundred K. Well, know. he also swore in the post game saying all a lot. The, what like all yeah, the profanities exactly. he was getting called, which I mean, I'm I know he's quoting, I'm, but gonna I don't be, think I'm not gonna scream crazy stuff. Like I get like there's some people that like step over the line. Like I I agree with him on that. Like he's like, I'm not targeting all Boston fans, but like some are like outrageous, like crazy stuff. But like, I'm going to say he sucks because he sucks. Like Boston hates him. So that's just how it is. You know what? I, I, you know, what's fun about Kyrie is saying fuck Kyrie. I, I just love saying that even though I don't, <laughs> I don't really even full, fully hate Kyrie. Like I, I don't really care, but I just love saying oh, fuck Kyrie. <laughs> they got a problem. I walk around all day. I'm like, yo, fuck Kyrie. I respect it. It's a good song by Sheck West. Kyrie you know Irving in each sport. Hmm. Jeez. Like football, I think I feel like it's Antonio Brown. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's pretty good. 
I mean, like, I don't know, like, how much do Nationals fans like hate Bryce Harper? Like, I feel, you know, he like, you know, dips. Like, do they do they hate him like as much as like Celtics fans hate Kyrie? Or like, I mean, they won a title so. literally after he left, so I feel like it's like, yeah. oh, whatever. And like, they got replaced by Juan Soto, so and like Harper plus... didn't leave and talk shit right away. Right. I just didn't know if it was like that kind of level of like hate. I'm just trying to think of someone in baseball who's like, oh fuck that guy. Like, I, I have no idea. Cause I feel like the NBA players control like where they go like so much and like really have like their voices are heard a lot more. I don't know. The like baseball, I, maybe not. I feel like baseball is Trevor Bauer. Oh yeah. That, that's like, that's a good one. Yeah. Big opinions. And I, yeah. I feel like Machado could low key be another option though, of like just kind of like that's a dude true. that people like hate. And it's just, and again, I don't know if Dodgers fans care that that much because he was a Dodger for what? two months but still to go take and sign with the the Padres instead of uh I, I don't even think they wanted to re-sign him actually so never mind but it's tough to compare like the signing situation though of like snubbing the team that was committed to like paying you whatever and then you're just like nah fuck that yeah I'm trying to think of people that had like pitchers maybe that have well, turned that down a, deals like that that was almost a met too wasn't he Oh, remember when yeah. he released? Yeah, he literally was for like a half a second, I thought. I think his team re- tweeted out that uh, the link to his Mets shirts because he they just hadn't decided yet. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. right. And so yeah. I think people thought that he was trolling them when in actuality, I think it was like just a genuine mistake. But that is so <laughs> – I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, then he – yeah. What, what else? Yeah, he Did you know Trevor Bauer was an Indian – I mean uh, a Diamondback, by the way? Yeah, that's no. where it started. Yeah, I learned that on TikTok. It was like a whole story of how like he had this crazy warm up routine, and they didn't believe in him, and he was just like an absolute nut. And then they did they like trade him, or he got released, or like sent down to like the minors or something. I don't know, something like that. It was like this whole Trevor Bauer like five part like how he came to where he is now. All the weird, the weird bullshit he did. Yeah, because he uh, I, he was a weirdo on the Indians too. But like, I didn't realize he was that much of a whack job. But like they they hated him in. in Arizona so bad that they had to ship his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> Repeatedly, he's been a problem. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie, he would, you know, when you look back on Kyrie's career, he's always been so talented. And then he, you ha- he had the era with LeBron, and then he was like LeBron's little bro. Then LeBron leaves or whatever. Kyrie's by himself. He sucks. Comes to the Celtics, you know, does all right. I think, uh, I think LeBron or uh, Kyrie left first, though. Did well, yeah, play? Kyrie got drafted. LeBron came back. They played like four years to get, but just like in Cleveland, he was just like, it was never publicized. Like he, he got to a bigger market. Like I just never knew he was this much of a weirdo, like just all this stuff like that he says and just like his ideas, like I, Hey, it's his ideas. He can preach them all he wants. Like I just, some people don't agree with him. It's just, I didn't realize he was just this kind of person until he got, it's just honestly, until he left. Really. That's the thing too. That's what pisses me off about. It. It's like, all right, you want to be your Yogi, like, peace and love self like do that but now you're you're out here flipping off fans and being like all right like are you with it or are you not like make up your damn mind dude can't play both sides and be like oh i'm gonna burn sage though at td garden because of all the toxic energy (laughs) that's right so that was an all-time i mean that alone is like an all-time weird like crazy move that you'll be like remember that time like 20 years from now no one else (laughs) is gonna do that it's like that's just like that that, that's like the what we've been talking about Kyrie for 10 minutes already 
that just came up. Like that should be <laughs> that would be the first thing you mentioned about those guys. Like, oh wow. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, so how are we feeling about the rest of these playoffs though? All right, so Celtics gonna beat the Nets, knock on wood. What I'm else? hoping. I mean, I, I posted on Instagram Celtics and six. Like that that's my prediction. I think, you know, my big take out of this series is that I think Al Horford, when he was traded for Kemba Walker, I think they traded for 25-year-old Al Horford because this man is playing out of his goddamn mind uh, this season. So if he can stay fresh, I mean, like you said, even on that last possession when they blitz Kyrie, like, God, can that man defend? And he came up with 15 big rebounds. Like, he is going to be, like, the key to this series, I think, uh, just staying on the floor, especially with no Rob Williams. I think Derek White – had some good minutes. He stepped out of bounds late. Like he closed with them, but he's just got to hit open shots. I think you're the Celtics really wanted home court because role players typically play better at home. So you really need a big game out of Grant Williams, Derek white. I mean, Peyton Pritchard barely played yesterday because Kyrie just torched him every second he got. So it's probably just going to be like those seven guys playing, but you need kind of some big performances out of your bench because they didn't even shoot that good last night and they still won. So they got to be feeling good, but I think the role players got to step up here, uh, especially in game two. I feel like who, who, what's your uh, ideal path to the conference finals slash potentially finals? I don't know. Well, how far do you have them going? I should say. That should be I the think, first question here. I, I mean, I think it's going to be them in Milwaukee in round two, and I think the winner of that's going to the finals out of the East. So I personally think they're going to the finals at full strength with Rob Williams. I think defensively inside, like teams typically can figure out how to build a wall against Giannis, even though last year he just took a, a huge step. So I, I think it's going to probably be Milwaukee round two. That's, I think, easily a seven-game series. Um, then on the other side, I mean – it really depends if James Harden shows up, but I think it's probably going to be Miami just with the way they play defense. I think it'd be just bittersweet to beat them in the conference finals. And I, I think they see the Suns. That's that's how I'm kind of seeing it. I don't see anyone stopping Phoenix in the West besides Golden State. Steph Curry's healthy. I think that group when they all three of those guys play together are just unstoppable. But yeah, I think the Bucks, uh, Celtics most likely if they both teams make the second round, the winner of that's going to the finals out of the East. That's my that's my opinion. It's there's no easy path. I think they they have one of the toughest ones, and that's the route they took. But they wanted home court, so I respect it. Took stones to win that last, especially that last week. They knew what they were doing, and I love that because that's imagine that you're like okay, you're trying to get cute with like kind of intentionally losing for the best seating possible that you think is like the most advantageous path. Like, no, fuck that. We want the two seed. We want home court. We want to just, like, be that team that you have to go through. I love it. They're not scared. I respect it. So, check out the, the Raptors game right now. Let's see. Raptors are playing. Embiid actually just kind of got hurt. <gasps> he's uh, he's limping hardcore, and it's halftime now, but. Uh-oh. That'll be interesting, but um, but what a what a great matchups though. I feel like Toronto, Philly. That's like an intriguing, uh, matchup for a first round, right? I feel like we're forever seeing these like lame ass Bucks Magic <laughs> series in the first round, where the, the <laughs> actually the Magic shout out to them. They always won game one against the uh the Bucks in the first round series, and then all of a sudden they like they get lit up and. They figure out DJ Augustine. Oh, yeah, shout out DJ. Shout out DJ Augustine. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> Still hanging around. The Texas legend. Guy. I know, huh? There, there was a, I wrote a blog about it one time that there was a window. If DJ Augustine, 
stayed and LaMarcus Aldridge stayed like one more year. I think it was he, they could have played with like, uh, it could have been Kevin Durant, DJ Augustine, LaMarcus Aldridge, PJ Tucker. <laughs> and there was like one Damn. other random ass dude. It could have been like the nastiest team in college basketball history. Not really, but, but up there. So don't think about that. All right, we're at a, a minute left. Are we oh. doing another link? Yeah, we can. Do All right. All right. Let's do another one. I'll, I'll Yo, fun fact. I truly hate this song. comes up on TikTok all the time. You see it in the commercials. The Taco Bell commercial, I think. The Amazon commercial. What is she saying? What is the lyric? Get into it, yeah. That's not... What? What? That can't be real. We live in a simulation if that's allowed to be popular music. The beat is kind of catchy, but I can't stand the song. Doja Cat's good, but the song, terrible. Mid pot shout out to my boy, G-Baby, Jake Ruth, James Murph, and Alex Fava. Okay, we're back from our brief intermission. Steve just gave you a sick uh, track there during the intermission. Thank you, Steve. That was awesome. You're welcome. What was that, Doja Cat? <laughs> you know what? It will be. It will be. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, so wait, Lance, will you listen to this podcast? Yeah, I got the day off. So I'm going to I'm gonna um, turn on my PlayStation, uh, get on Diamond Dynasty, and I just listen to all my podcasts that I do like all oh, day. Oh, so. no. Bro, let's hear it. Let's hear your Diamond Dynasty team. I want to know. It's- it's literally like all face of the franchise players, but like I've been like doing some collections and I've like been playing a ton of conquests. So I pulled a Mookie bets today out of a ball in his habit pack. And then I just got Nolan Arenado. I got Rafi hitting cleanup. So that's all we got to know. Yeah. So I've been having fun with that. I'm like, I think I'm like level 30. I think it goes to like 36 levels. So I'm just trying to like get all the way to the end. Just uh, I like doing that, even though it's like not a crazy prize, but I'll take it. You're going to make me relapse. <laughs> I actually haven't. Yeah, I haven't played much at all this year, honestly. I've been just bad. been. I've just been playing Road to the Show. Like I'm trying my hardest to just stay out of Diamond Dynasty for one year. The XP like, you get Road to the Show is pretty damn. Good, yeah, uh, you get a ton. I used to never play a Diamond Dynasty. I was always Road to the Show. Now I'm like kind of the other way. I, I have I like made a third baseman on like day one, but I haven't touched him much. You know Dude. you gotta try, Lance. Co-op. Yeah, that co-op sounds so unreal. fun. I'm all in on co-op mode. That sounds wicked fun. I'm not the best, but if you guys ever want to play, let me know. I'm down. Let's do. Mo. Oh, yeah. Mo came up to me. Uh, his, the fir- the first thing he said was, "We have to make a Diamond Dynasty uh, online franchise." Is it possible? Can you do those? Yeah. 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 No yeah. way. They let you. Can you do it with Diamond like Dynasty teams with your Diamond Dynasty like, team? Yeah, you can do like overall caps on your teams too. Oh damn! So like, even cool. if like people are on like Xbox and PlayStation, can you do it from like? Is it still the yeah. same? Yeah, that's you just can't talk. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. You, and if you want to get do something like fun, you can do like uh, you know, like max overalls eighty five. So you can't just it's not right. Just everybody's stupid sack team. It can be the the fun cards that you unlock along the way that you're like, oh, I used this card in uh, Battle Royale and it was really good. It's like Adabelt or Mondesi. That's what sick. is Battle Royale? You do like a draft and you get um, 
uh, what is it like two diamonds, like three golds, or it's, it's like a certain amount like it's of like each. A, a bunch of like bronze and like so yeah. like common players after you got to be like really strategic, especially I, like getting pitchers. Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and there are three inning games, and um, once you lose oh. two, you're done with that team, and then you go back if you want to do it again. You you do like a new draft. That's kind of cool. I have, I've I've seen it. But I, I think it's a fun mode. It's a fun, it's fun mode. to be able to try out different cards too, because they usually like the one of the diamonds is usually one of the premier ones that if you grind your ass off, you can go out and get. But like otherwise, you might not know what I don't know. Yep. Breakout Christian Yelich is like to play with. Yeah. Like Gilly's a big conquest guy, right? You play conquest still, or well, yeah, that's within Diamond Dynasty. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love Diamond Dynasty actually. And Josh, you're not going to close your ears for this one. You're going to be oh boy. all the way in. Guess who I pulled in a random pack? Actually, I was on Xbox with Motion L last night, and then I was, like, hyperventilating. Fernando oh, no. Tatis. Oh, no. my God. Oh, dude. Wait, no. did you? He was like, no way. Did you tweet that? I swear one of you tweeted that. Was that you? Okay. I was like, that is so sick. Yeah, because I pulled I him like... last year, too. He's fucking awesome. Oh, love it so much. He's so fun to play with. So that's that, like, yeah. that's that a super rare thing. Re- yeah, it is super, super rare, dude. Like there was a year where I like, I think I pulled like every best diamond you could get on a team. And I was just like in it. I think I pulled Trout. I pulled DeGrom. I pulled like everybody you could think of, dude. And I was just so buried in Diamond Dynasty. Ugh. It was disgusting. I just, you just, when you're so into Diamond Dynasty, it just feels like you're wasting your life a little bit. It's a lot. It it can be a lot. It's not that much right now, but like around when Team Affinity stuff starts coming out. Oh Oh my God. Forget about it. I got sucked in last summer. That's literally all I did. And like, I got... I got Poppy, like I got the uh, the chipper. Like I was so way too into that game last summer. So we'll see same, how this same. summer goes. Dude, uh, the only game mode I play, March to October. That's it. Really? March to October guy, yeah. all right. That's it. I, I, I never play that. That's my favorite one. Too. You can like continue it now, right? You can try Yeah. And, that's game changing. You can make a franchise out of it. Yeah, they started that last year. It was cool because they had like dynamic moments where it's like if you're the Royals last year and you call up Bobby Witt and you have like dynamic moments to make him go from a whatever overall he was like 66 to like a 75 and one at bat or something like that. Like they can get their progression can go can get better drastically in just the one year. Yep. Which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I just did that with uh Tristan Cassis. Nice. Pretty cool. He's like a 75, and I have him at like DH. But I have like Mitch Hanniger and McCutcheon on that on the Red Sox, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit. And Jackie Bradley's on that team too. It's like, oh shit. There's no room for any of those guys. Been having problems with my team. <laughs> good good mode though. Yeah, so speaking of uh baseball, no, we can talk about the Red Sox a little bit about I guess uh what are what's the record now? Five, they're five and five, right? Six. I so. five, five, yeah, I think there's five and five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Five and five. Third in the AL East. Or actually, do you know what? Tied for second. I should stand corrected. With three other teams or with two other teams. 
What's the vibe? I hated everything about today. Today was tough. That was, was disgusting. To I was <laughs> felt bad for Rich Hill. I know it was like a special, like, yeah. you know, that's just tough. I don't know. Not, I yeah, I don't know was... if he's going to work out. I, I think he'll be fine. Uh, actually, fun fact, last year I saw he let up 16 runs in his first 16 innings. Uh, so no, I saw right on, on Twitter. he's right on pace with that right, right now this year. So I was upset that Dylan Bundy was throwing just 88 mile an hour fastballs down the middle of the plate and they were just popping them up. That was tough. Tough to watch. You know, also tough to watch when Sammy Barrels joins the the uh, podcast middle of the pod hey sam barrels what's going on whoa sosa alert sosa <laughs> hello sosa hello gentlemen what what, what what do we owe the pleasure <laughs> you, you, you usually refuse to come on this program so now i'm curious of why you're on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm interested why you want to come on the your second favorite podcast in the state of rhode island Ooh. Actually, you ranked us as such, too, didn't you? I forgot about mm-hmm. that. I thought we were I never, I never ranked things, actually. That, that just hurt me again. I never forget. Oh. Essentially, this is coming on for, you know, a hostile Oprah Tom Cruise type interview, it appears. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you'll direct your questions one at a time, I'll, I'll begin to answer them. All right. So, so this is my boy Lance here. Uh, Lance is the, the the featured guest. You are the secondary guest now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Lance is the uh, Celtics expert that we consult during Celtics things. So we wanted to hear your Celtics take. And by we, I mean me, but everyone else does too. Lance, how you doing? I'm I'm happy you're here. Um, see a friendly face amid a room full of foes. Um, <laughs> How's it I'm going? On your side, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is here, but uh, I'm with you. How's it? How's it going? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. You know, um, still ecstatic about the Celtics yesterday. How do, how does everyone feel? Cloud nine. <laughs> we only spent 45 <laughs> minutes talking about it, so I'm like, let's dive back in. <laughs> I feel like this is a Match.com commercial. <laughs> is it, I, I'm hearing it's a tough listen. Not gonna lie. <laughs> The reviews are actually already in. Oh, by the way, speaking of reviews, we need we need this the certified psychos to to leave us some positive reviews because we are getting killed by Friar Fam's disciples on we are. Apple podcast reviews. Yeah, it's so if you're bad. if you're one of our loyal certified psychopaths, there's like seven of you out there. Go drop us a promising review and rating, rating more importantly, on Apple Podcasts and get us back into the good numbers that means you sosa Please. Please. some love some of us for the first time sosa's <laughs> one of them sosa, <laughs> sosa smash that one star, <laughs> one star sosa. these guys brought me on for nothing <laughs> what's that hat sosa <laughs> i like it shout out to the grizzlies <laughs> this is the most out of context pod I've ever been. <laughs> We've had some pretty out of context pods too. We have. So yeah, I want to thank Sosa for coming on. You demand. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sosa, don't leave. I want to hear some takes. 
He's got his thumb on the trigger. He's trying. He's, He's got trying. his thumb on it. No, don't leave. No, no, no. Whoo. All right, I'll, I'll stay. I, I, do we want a Celtics take? I, I'm sorry yes. for, for jumping into the end of the conversation here. Yeah, lay it on. Um, we want you. That um, play was as much about the growth of Jalen Brown than it was about Jason Tatum and Marcus Moore. The fact that Jalen Brown decided to pass that ball after that fast break yesterday was a sign that this team actually trusts one another because Jalen Brown is the biggest ball hog on the Celtics. And the fact that he was willing to give up (laughs) that, you know, are you telling me, Michael, that when the Celtics were below 500 earlier this year, that Jalen Brown wasn't forcing ridiculous shots just because he was trying to get his, he totally was. And that's been so much of what's changed. Ball hog is a derogatory term in in NBA circles, though. That's all. I think you're taking a little too far. I think he was he was getting his after a couple he, years of being the second fiddle. In third he fiddle. has tunnel vision. I would say I would put it that he has tunnel vision, and I think the playmaking certainly was on display there. That I would say three or four months ago, he definitely would have just drove on Drogic because he's bigger than him. But he saw the double, kicked it, and same with Marcus. Like that's a shot he would have taken. I said that earlier, and just cut into the basket, like. This team, I was just screaming forever to move off the ball, and that's exactly what they did. And that was a perfect display of why they're the best defensive team and then how much they've grown offensively. So, Right. And, if you know, imagine if they had learned to move off the ball when they had, you know, guys like Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving on the roster, you know. I like was, imagine with, if with those Gordon guys, for sure, yeah. Yeah, Gordon wanted to. Gordon wanted to do that, and he would be frustrated. You'd see him, like, under the basket, like, looking for Clemps because Jalen just decided he didn't see him on a cut at all or looked at him and then just picked up the basketball and did his thing. So, yeah, it's encouraging. And you just wonder how many games the Nets can really play in this series that are going to be one-possession games like that. Maybe they have two or three in them. But they really – I mean, if the Nets had won that game, they get a lot of hope. Yeah, I agree. So no, in this Connor, series, how do you feel about that, Connor? Jesus. What do Man. I feel about what? Big party. I don't know. Whatever Sosa just said. I didn't hear it. I got it at the end. <laughs> I didn't fucking hear it. Is this a podcast? Yeah. It's a conversation. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a roundtable discussion. Now. It is. God, I about that? For those that cannot see, because this, this is just a an auditory podcast. I don't know. He's somewhere. Where are you, Connor? What are you doing? Are you walking, Archie? I'm in my backyard. God's country. There we go. Wow. Where's Archie? What's, what's your What's the grass situation looking like? Uh, sprinkler guys That's are good. coming first week of May. So hell yeah. Yeah. Man. Just a, just a guy in his yard. Looks kind of chilly <laughs> out there. Plains. I got shorts on too. Oh wow! Whoa! Oh, look at the also moccasin. What, what a fashion statement! Bright orange shorts with the mocks, man. I got uh, LL Bean quarter zip, uh, <laughs> Under Armour shorts, <laughs> LL Bean moccasins. Oh, you know what's great about those? If those rip, you get it's a lifetime warranty. I'm pretty sure for those uh, LL Bean mocks. Game changer. I think so. I know they did away with like their lifetime. Uh, exchange policy, but fucking run them into the ground. Love that you're wearing them now. Right. <laughs> so what, what was Sosa talking about? 
I was just I was just talking about how the Celtics, um, Lance and I were discussing how the Celtics have learned to, to move the basketball. Your thoughts, Gunnar? <laughs> Passing is an integral part of the game. I agree. There we go. These are the takes that we came for. No, well, I think I was the one that, uh, like, in our, our small group chat that uh, point, like, you know, obviously Tatum hit the game winner, but, like, that entire play was made by Smart. And the fact that, like, I was I, – he could have pulled up for, like, a wide-open mid-range look, too. Like, yeah, he pumped fake the three. He could have still taken a mid-range look, and instead he still got the pass off to Tatum. So that was – that was pretty basketball all the way around. Beautiful. The beautiful game. Unless, unless you're a Nets fan. That's true. Do you know any Nets fans? I know one one girl. Well, that's not true. I know a couple of guys from college, but none that are it's presently like- in my life. No real Nets fans. Like, no one, like, is like, I'm a Nets. Like, it's all bandwagon, guys. Like, everyone yeah. just joined the Nets bandwagon, like, three years ago. I right. mean, they were fun no, when exactly. D'Lo was there. It was awesome. I thought they had a great, like, thing going. And then they're like, you know, you get two superstars and you get a bunch of guys that are following their careers. So They were so frisky when we had their picks as Celtics fans. Where they were, like, right, Chris like, LeBert, Spencer Dinwiddie, just, like, yeah. oh, I was, they had nothing they to good. Joe Harris, Jack, and the threes. There's no one there remembers like Kenyon a... Martin. Kenyon Martin, let's go. Early 2000s. Hell yeah. Those like terrible gray Nets jerseys. Richard Jefferson. Right. Was it Nick Van Axel? Was that it? Nick that Van Axel. Van Axel. Yeah. yeah. Kerry Kittle was on that team. Yeah, Kerry <laughs> Kittle. That's the Nets We're team I remember. Legend. Jason Kidd, a team that they could just never win a championship. They, I think they got there like twice, I'm pretty sure. I think they the did. They, they lost like the twice. Spurs and the Lakers, yeah. Yeah. What, what was Nick Van Axel most – like, who did he mostly play for? The Mavericks? I think it was a Laker. He was a Laker for a while, yeah. He? he was for a while. But, was he a Nick ever? I think he was. Like Let's look up his basketball reference. Let's we'll go. See what I mean, who has <laughs> other than LeBron James? True. Hey, if they dra- if they draft Ronnie, anything's possible, baby. Anything is possible. True. <laughs> Nick Van. That, would, that, that social media would have such a heyday from like when the Knicks thought they were getting LeBron like what twice. Right. So, so they don't have to draft so. his kid in order to get him. It's, the reason I take would have to walk back so many retweets. <laughs> I hope I hope the Grizzlies get him, Sosa, just for you. Do you really want 40-year-old <laughs> LeBron? Like, I don't think anyone should want to sign up for that, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Like, no disrespect to, like, the greatest – maybe the greatest player ever, but I'm sorry. Whatever franchise signs up for the LeBron James, Bronny James experience, that's going to be a circus. Absolute circus. There'll be some desperate teams to do it, though. 100%. Yeah. Who do you think? Yeah. Who, who, teams will reach, teams will reach in the first round. Yes, I was going to – that was my next uh, question. I want to talk to Ollie about his Kings. Come on, this is in the playoffs again. You got some bonus. How are you feeling? I tweeted at you when it happened, when they traded Halliburton. Yeah, they kept Fox though, right? Yeah, they kept Fox. They yeah, went with so Fox and Davion Mitchell. Over-under Davion's good. Watch Ollie, five. Over under. Uh, it was under for sure. <laughs> I do think I do think it was three though. <laughs> I respect it for even staying up to watch Sacramento Kings games. Yeah, so that is praise to you. Hey, Sabonis so is a good piece. Definitely, 
I would, I would love that. 45 win team. Yeah. Well, you're the Indiana Pacers West. I love Halliburton. (laughs) I know. I I think Halliburton is actually pretty cool too. Indy's lucky, but everyone was reacting like he was Michael Jordan. I do. I mean, it was a crazy trade, but I was like, holy shit, like generational talent, but like Halliburton is going to be good. That was just a dumb trade. I don't know why they, I think they kept the wrong guy, but they probably couldn't get anything for De'Aaron Fox. So I guess you're right. I think they the went a route where so they could get some talent and they're just going to, I mean, Fox and Sabonis honestly played good together. I thought they were really good together. So we'll see what other pieces they bring around and they'll probably screw up uh, anything they try to do in the draft. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. They definitely will. What's you, like the weirdest team LeBron could end up on with Bronny? The magic would be pretty weird. That would be <laughs> could end up, I feel like Oklahoma city, since he's been praising Sam Presti, I feel like with all the picks they have, they say, screw it. We'll take one on Bronny, like the mid first round and they'll get LeBron. That, he's that's totally trying to weird... butter them up for that. You're right. Oh, that would like, be, I... that would make sense too. It'd be a perfect way to like, you know, <laughs> like every, they got to do something every couple of years to keep the team relevant, you know, like people in Oklahoma city are not going to like just a bad, bad team. Like, they, they actually went kind of this year. They did. They have some actually. talent, though. I think they have some good pieces. They're going to have a Poku? top pick this year. They got the Poku, the franchise <laughs> center, Poku. They literally rested Poku so they could lose games in the year. He was a guy they literally sat so they would lose games. I think they would have lost if they played him 40 minutes. Not going to lie. But they still chose to say, you know what? Poku's a guy. We're not playing him. We're not playing We can't him. risk Poku going off tonight. We can't risk it. I don't need a Poku triple-double. Didn't he get a triple-double this year? Like one of like the only like centers or something like that to get a triple-double this year? Pretty sure. Yes. Oh, Poku. It's like Jokic 28, triple-doubles. Poku, one. <laughs> Poku, one. Alperin Sagoon, one. Sangoon. Did he get Everyone's- one? Everyone's clowning. I don't know if he got one. I think he flirted with it. He was close. I think he had a he had a good year. I like I like him. I like, like Sangoon. Yeah, I thought he was going to be an OKC pick. Actually, he was like the perfect fit of like, all right, he's kind of a product or like a, a little bit of a project coming out European player too, Eastern Europe too, right? Yeah, but uh, you take away from Poku minutes if you take Sangoon. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Poku realistically, Poku is going to be like at league in like a year and a half, and we're going to be like, "Wait, what? That didn't work out." Just bomb maker style. Shout out to He's going to be the Mercedes. Mercedes. Thon maker yeah. will, the NBA. Thon maker will like your tweets if you tweet at him. Just a little fun fact. I was so high on Thon that, Mike. How did you learn that? I didn't even tag him in a tweet, and he liked it. I said <laughs> that I still believed in him, and then I was like, oh. Brian <laughs> looks up his like, name every day since he's <laughs> not doing anything now. So. <laughs> he's still playing the G League. Okay, we're going to test this out by putting Thonmaker in the tweet tomorrow when we – Yes. Good, Good idea. idea. The Thonmaker episode. Thonmaker. <laughs> Name it after him. It, it shall be. <laughs> he's going to do, like, an entire, like uh, – you know, intro singing about Thon Maker. <laughs> Over a terribly <laughs> <laughs> auto-tuned. <laughs> Hope he gives it up. Somehow dissing Oliver. <laughs> Two. Ah, uh, yeah, bring it on. I feel like I was disrespectful to Sosa when he first joined. I'm sorry, Sosa. You were all disrespectful. It wasn't just you. Like you all like had some grievance, some gripes you needed to air. It's okay. <laughs> We're like the best podcast around, according to your metrics. Yeah, I take it back. That's right. You said that we were the ninth best, FYI. 
That was hurtful. And you know what? The sad part was if you Google small state big takes, we come in like ninth place out of all the podcasts that are Rhode Island based. Seriously. Cut that out. Don't, I don't want that on that. I don't recognize whatever list you looked at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know that's the Ken Palm of podcast rankings. It's <laughs> fancy numbers. It means nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I googled good. small state big takes. The first thing that comes up is small state big takes on Apple Podcasts. Okay, that's, that's us. Look up Rhode Island podcast rankings. Okay. I look at that list at least like three times a month. Just, <laughs> to, just, just to check. And nothing changes. Yeah. What list? I really do. Dude, it's like on, uh, I don't know, I sent it to Steve once. and <laughs> yep, That's the one I'm thinking of, Josh. Oh, man, I don't even know if I have it saved. <laughs> I think it's like WJR or something like that. Let's see. Interesting. Well, speaking of listens and podcasts, I, I meant to uh, say this earlier. We are talking about nuptials and whatnot. Shout out Jake Ruthier for tying the knot as well. Tremendous shout out to Jake Ruthier. That's amazing. What did Jake? Congratulations. He hasn't tied the knot. He's just promised to tie the knot. No, he did. No, he did. Yeah, he did it. He did it. He tied it. <laughs> Connor's face of shock. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got engaged, right? No, he he's he's well, wed. He did get what? engaged, but that was a uh, while at some ago. point that came before. <laughs> oh, I thought he, I thought he like proposed. I didn't realize he got married. Holy crap! Yeah. Oh. Are you, are you sure you're thinking of the right Jake, Connor? Wait, who are you thinking of? Oh, I was thinking, wait. Jake Morocco? Jake, Jake Ruthier. Shout out Jake Ruthier. Although oh, Jake Morocco is also. Said, I was thinking of Jake Morocco. That'd be a quick turnaround. Shout out to Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was so confused. <laughs> it's a lifelong commitment. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> wedding present was beating him by like 250 points. Yeah. Ashley is stolen with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and CJ Crone. <laughs> yeah, mostly CJ Crone streamline. A lot of those damage. A lot of damage there. Yeah, but Lance is getting married too. That's the thing, Connor. And so, so soonly. Lance, That's shout out, Lance. Year. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sosa. Nice, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> Lance, are you aware of them like prior to this podcast? Honestly, no. I feel like I've maybe seen like I've heard the name before. I definitely have heard the name Sosa, I feel like, but didn't know he was he was bashing the pot. So it, it hurts. Listener, you know. Lance, Number one in my great heart. to meet you. Hi <laughs> guys. What wow. Oh, what an wow. unceremonious fucking departure. Damn. Knows how to leave. All right. Yeah, he can dish it on Twitter, but he can't take it, I guess. Mike. I'll have to follow him on Twitter. Jeez, yeah. He's he's verified. Fun fact for you. He's verified on Twitter? Wait, yeah, do you believe that shit? Uh, it's yeah, fucked up. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a journalist by day. Wait, what's his, what's his handle? What's his Twitter handle? It's Sam Hardiman on, for his, his main one. Yeah, oh, my true. God. Did you make sure you, you, you tag him in the, the actual podcast, too? Steve? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's real. But he's yeah, real. Handle. Yeah. <laughs> No, guaranteed, wow. yeah. Put it in All like, of a sudden. the title of the podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Thunmaker. Google Sam The at Sam, Sam Hardeman pod. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get a text tomorrow at work. Whoa. What are, <laughs> <laughs> credentials on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, Lance will be working for the freaking uh, Memphis fucking star or whatever social works for. 
Bring me. I'll, I'll take a trip. I'll check it out. <laughs> wow. All right, let's wrap it up here. Do we have closing takes? Uh, basically, all topics are welcome at this point. I don't know. Lancey Connor, let's go. Closing take. Congrats, Dick uh, Rootsbeer. Closing take. Jeez. Uh, Celtics uh Celtics and six. You know, I said it earlier, but that's my season six. That that's where I'm I'm dying on that hill. I think they're gonna get it done and uh we'll see them in June, I think, playing some basketball. So wait, all the way you're saying season six, like the, the finals? Yeah, season six against the Nets, and I, I think they're gonna they'll be going to Phoenix for game one of the NBA finals. That I is, love that. That's what I'm feeling. You know, it's not a homer pick. They're actually playing good. No one can just say, oh, you're picking them because you're a Boston fan. But no, I believe I've never believed in a team this much. So I'm all in. Oh, they're going to break your heart, kid. Oh, they will. No, they they have every year. So it's, it's built okay. to last, though. That's the difference, though. This is like, is, yeah. other than Al Horford, Al Horford's the only thing that might change. He's 25 year. years old. I'm telling you, he's 25. Like, he's, well, they've I literally got him as a 25 year old. The salary, though, right? Because they're probably going to ditch him. Um, or, he could, or they could like either going to take his like option or you could opt out and they could sign him again. I don't know. They could work out. I feel like he wants to stay. It would be really, I think dumb he'll be back at some point. Yeah. But again, I, he's I due for how much? Good. A lot. 28 and a half. I think oh, something like that. No. Jesus. Well, yeah, that's a bargain compared to what John Wall's putting out. <laughs> that's true there's a, 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 John Wall. There's a stat that Dirk Nowinski has played more games than John Wall since like 2017 or something like that. And <laughs> Dirk's been out of the league for like what two years now Tim Duncan Three. has too for crying out loud probably that's just gross he signed that deal and I think played like 50 games that year and then it's just been a train wreck so what happened yeah he's all tattered knees. He's definitely in some sort of gang. That's a big take. Yeah. There, there was a video that came out, I'm pretty sure, and it was like shortly before they traded him or something like that. He was like at some party. Yeah, it was like very weird. It was like going around Twitter that he was like with some very shady people. So, yeah. But all up for John Wall, you know, do the dance. <laughs> See, <baby>. John Wall. <laughs> the John Wall. <laughs> Who's a bigger tough guy, John Wall or Russell Westbrook? Oh, no. rocking the baby and then crying when they call you Westbrook. I'm going John Wall. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> John Wall's a strong dude now. He got built. He is. Yeah. That's all he can do. They up. don't want him on a basketball court. He's probably just lifting weights. <laughs> Bulk season. He'll be in the WWE in like three years. <laughs> or boxing. Ooh. Or boxing. Yeah, he could maybe fight Jake Paul, Logan Paul, set that. something up. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah. He'll take the money. He loves Nate it. Robinson. <laughs> Darren Williams. He and Darren Williams. Yeah, Frank Gore. Shout out Frank Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Gore got his ass kicked, by the way. Didn't he by um Dar- Darren Williams? Darren Williams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, Darren yeah. Williams beat him. Yeah. Oh, we had a whole podcast on that. I'm we pretty did. Sure Sosa and I did a segment on bad line calls <laughs> on that. Longer than expected. We just talked about <laughs> talking about reach of <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gore versus it Darren. mattered too in the end. Well, and Darren Williams like literally like opened up his own gym where he was <laughs> yeah he's like, a real training with people like since he retired. So it's like oh shit, this guy has been ready for this shit. Connor, do you have a closing take? 
<laughs> yes, congrats, Jake Ruth here. Um, oh. <laughs> but probably also uh, Dirk Nowitzki has probably played more games than Byron Buxton since 2015 as well. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I do want to thank uh, my Lord and Savior, though, for uh, no structural damage in Byron Buxton's knee. So, True. Yeah, that was, that was scary. That Did you have a backup plan, Connor, if, the, if uh, his knee was shattered into millions of pieces? Like, what was the – He was going to go me poach. for Nick Castellanos. Yeah, he was going to go <laughs> grab Suzuki from, from Nate – or from James. It's called Larice Robert, Steve. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Give me Freddie Peralta. Big take, Connor has Freddie Peralta on his team by the end of April. Big take, Christian Yellick is back. He had a grand slam tonight against Steve and excellent cheese. Oh, fun ghoul. Really? Really, really. Wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, big oh, I'm in now. Shit. Josh Lowe, though. Hello. Josh Lowe. Kyle Garlic, goaded. Hello. Stevie Streamlines is so back. That's my big take. Thank you. That felt good today. <laughs> Getting that homer. <laughs> well, so I have I have one last big take. Uh, I better be in person for the rematch too. I'm coming to Rhode Island in July. Me and Steve talked about this rematch, rematch three. Two. Rematch yes, two, sir. Rematch three. I will whatever rematch. I will. Oh, be would there, be the so. rematch too. Oh, you're will, dodging me then. I I'll be there in basketball. Bro. I haven't played basketball since I fucked up my ankle. Oh, shut the Beginning the fuck of January. Up. Swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still hurts. I should have got it checked out for 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 like uh like our our one minute of seriousness on the podcast. My ankle is uh still a little puffy uh, four months later. All right. Anyway, uh Gilly versus Oliver. <laughs> who, who who wins that? <laughs> who wins the championship of of the small state big takes? Connor, Lance, let us know. Well, I haven't seen Gilly like play. Like I've seen Ollie battle through injury, like legit, <laughs> like flu game like performance. Just oh, I'm to talking about a will it out. I'm talking about a different uh, ankle injury, by the way. Oh you, shit! Oh, Jim, what? I, <laughs> I, I, it, oh yeah, I heard it again. Um, probably like a month and a half after that, and I haven't played since. Oh, like, I, like I like it crunched, and uh, it didn't crunch when I played Steve, but this time. I came down on it. I heard like three crunches and uh, I like, yeah, that one was bad. So I'm going to Steve, like I could still play, like it hurt for a couple of days, but this one um, I, I didn't play and uh, like it hurt to drive home and I, I didn't go to the gym for like a week. And then I haven't played basketball since cause I'm too scared. So smash that gilly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <art. laughs> yeah. But when rematch two does happen, though, Oliver, because it's, it's going to happen, I'm excited. I haven't played basketball since you and I played either. By the way, nice under my own uh, laziness. Well, I played a little bit after that, like at, in my morning pickup games. But that that's when I heard it again at the beginning of January, and I haven't played since then. Connor, when's the last time you played basketball? Curious. Uh, last summer, I don't know. I've, there was a hoop in one of the ballparks that I visited, and me and our closer played. That's awesome. <laughs> but I don't know. That was about it. Okay. Okay. 
How do you, Lance? How, 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 do you, how do you get a run in? I have a young fella. You've got legs. You're I remember with Gilly is being very frustrated because you would like dribble right by him and you're like, oh, that was easy. And he like pokes it from behind you. Always. You're like dribbling. <laughs> Marcus Smart esque. Yeah. And then you go to like dribble and there's, you just like hit air and you're like, God bless America. Shout out to uh, the AU coach that taught me that is now in jail. No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> turn. Classic. Yikes. What happened? Wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be coaching with children again. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's no. tough. It's messed up. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you turned out okay, Gilly. <laughs> well, I guess we can end on that uplifting note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Lance, it's always a pleasure. And Connor, Thanks for having me, guys. We'll, we'll talk in a week or two with, well, because this, this will still be a Celtics podcast by then. And uh, yeah, true. big Celtics podcast. Yeah, we'll Biggest do a live podcast the from the parade with Lance. Absolutely. Yes, hundred <gasps> percent. I'll be there. Let's go. Yeah. All right, cool. Small state big takes. Signing off. And the one true host is signing back up. Shout out to our boys. First off, first and foremost, my boy Jake Ruth. I had no idea that you were gonna get married last weekend. Then I saw that shit on Facebook on Easter. I couldn't believe my eyes. My boy, Jake Ruth. Locked down for life. Jake Ruth's wife, don't know you? You got a keeper for life. Shout out to my boy, Jake Ruth. I want to give a shout out to my boy, G-Baby. Always. I want to give another shout out to my boy, James Murph. Last two weeks we've been dropping on Tuesdays. James Murphy's been losing his mind. So James Murphy, thanks for coming through. And I want to shout out to my boy, Lance Legier. Most supportive. I mean, I can't say most supportive. Everybody so supportive that listens this far. Certified psychopath hitting you, Alex Baba. But Lance coming on for a second time. And yo, if you're a fucking huge fan of this podcast, you want to come on? Let me know. Let me fucking know. Alex Baba, getting all pumped up for Plumber Radio. Yo, Plumber Radio's in the works. The first episode's in the works. Dropping soon. I'm gonna use Small State Big Takes' Twitter to promote this podcast. Why? Because I can. Yo, and by the way, if anybody can tell me what beat this is, Slow and reverbed, but same beat. You can tell me what the beat is. I will Venmo you a dollar. But anyway, thank you guys for coming through. As always, always fun doing this podcast. Always extra fun. Connor and uh, Sosa come through. But Lance Pants Legier, two times in a row, this kid comes through and knows his shit. Kids like back of his hand, he knows all this basketball shit. How? I'll be at his wedding next year. Lancey, his wife Yana, coming soon. Hell yeah, Lance. You the man. Lance just came back from Disney. I forgot to ask him about Disney. Aw, Lance, shit. Lance hit me up, tell me how Disney was. 
that shit on TikTok. Yo, shout out to my girlfriend, Savannah. Hey, yo. Are you watching? Are you listening? Alright, y'all. Thank you guys for coming through. Fuck me, Puff. Shout out G, baby. Say it proud.